hello! Welcome to episode 227 of Sap King's Therapy. The Kings win in Orlando 126 to 123 with a Hail Mary 3 from uh, De'Aaron Fox at the buzzer to win it, where for some reason, I kind of understand why, but they did not pressure him at all. Like, it was a weird game winner. What did you think, Paul? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, I mean, we kind of turned the ball over in the previous play uh, where, uh, whatchamacallit, who was in the corner? Malik. Malik. Yeah. yeah, just in the corner, couldn't get anywhere, had to pass it out. Uh, sadly, you know, there was Fox next to him, but Trey Wiles was, I guess, the closest he could see. From his angle, it was tough to see Fox coming to the baseline. That That should have been the pass, but... I mean, the reality, he did get pushed, like, clearly, but, you know, no call, and it was a turnover, and Mike Brown was pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he was upset, but, you know, I mean, I guess you could say Fox's uh, Hail Mary uh, made it up for him. Not for Mike Brown. Mike Brown, when he was shaking Jamal Mosley's hand, was still looking really pissed. It's like, these motherfuckers are not going to learn their lesson, are they? Well... As I always give the same excuse, it's still early in the season. <laughs> it is still early in the season. And, you know, one good thing about, about this game, uh, so the Kings awful in the first half, just like, just absolutely got punked. I will I will refuse to acknowledge this. Bobo is not good. I will never acknowledge him being good, okay? But, yes, they got absolutely destroyed in the first half, got punked, and, like, they, they were just being out physical. They didn't play any defense, just – let you know the magic get but easy buckets after easy buckets and even every time they try to make a run again the, the defense would just fall apart and then all of a sudden the lead was 20 going into the second half however they didn't give up they go to halftime they make an adjustment and they turn up the intensity on defense and come all the way back down 20 to lead by six by the end of the third oh uh, yeah not gonna lie, I mean, <sighs> Orlando had like really wanted to come back, and it's led by pretty much Powell and Bobo and a little Franz. In no, no, we will not acknowledge Bobo yet. No, no, he doesn't. No, no. not yet. Not yet. Well, maybe it's just a how. Would, well, how you would know you what? You it? can acknowledge him. I will not acknowledge. I will not acknowledge him. <laughs> it's a it's a one game wonder <laughs> against the Kings. It is, and a wonder he is. And yeah, like, this is kind of what I feel. This is not the same old Kings, kind of. But like, they they used to not be able to come back from this kind of stuff. Like, I remember a few years ago, like, it was, dur it was during the, uh, the pandemic year. They went down against the uh, Orlando in the third quarter and just absolutely laid down, like, after they went down by double digits. It's had no hope of coming back. And I think Will Z had a stat. I believe he said last year there were three games that the Kings came back from after being down eight. Three games the entire year. Really? Gosh. I mean, for this game, for sure, I'd say they had a game plan out for the least in terms of the offensive end where, you know, the passes and uh, whatchamacallit, open looks felt like they had something planned to uh, make uh, the game more interesting. Before, it's, like we said, it's always been, you know, the same old two guys trying to pass to each other, trying to make up something and hope it go goes in. But yeah, this game definitely feels like there was 
more um, play making, if you would say. Okay, so uh, I will correct myself. The stats, the stat that Will Z posted, they didn't have a single game where they came back after trailing by more than eight at the half. So mm. this is this is a new version of the Kings. They, they're able to make an adjustment at halftime and then just be able to turn up the intensity, kind of like rattle the other team and then kind of not go for the kill, but definitely turn the tables around for sure. Mm-hmm. But as you, even you say, like, you know, like it feels like they have a little bit more play calling, a little bit more organization on offense. Yeah, sometimes, but I really don't like, you know, the quick trigger threes that they take. Like, it's just, I just feel like they kind of bail the defense out a little bit too much. There are times where, like, you know, an open three isn't the best shot, like, right off, like, you know, off no pass or anything, like, just dribble into a three. But instead, you know, run a little bit more of a, of a play, like, see if you can get some penetration, then kick it out for a three. Those are the good threes that you want to take. Not one where you, not ones where you just jack them up. But, hey, you know what? They, they actually got the shooters to do it this year, and... You know, why not? It worked this game. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I guess let's get to the pointers, right? Um, I mean, Fox, 14 for 24, one of his best games so far uh, to start the season. Pretty much season high as of right now. Uh, two for seven from free, made all his free throws. That's that's also he, an impressive he was cool. thing. I, I had mentioned to you, like, you, you thought his free throw percentage this year was, what, 74%, you said? I said 72. <laughs> you said 72 but this year, you know, we'll see if it's we'll see if it continues shooting 84% from the line. Yeah. Now another guy that didn't have a good free throw percentage this game was uh, Sabonis. What are we missing? I think they said seven in a row. Like seven between, in a row at one point. Yes. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Five for twelve this game. All misses were during that like one long stretch of him getting uh, fouls, but. I mean, at the end, offensive-wise, I mean, both his uh, assist and uh, what you might call shot making is uh, made it up for it, I guess. And he made them when it mattered. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he did. And you know, credit to him. Like, I mean, I don't know if I said it during the Miami game. I had no confidence he would make those two clutch ones, like at the end to tie the game. Now, granted, they lost that game, but hey. It, you know, if like they call the travel title the hero, you you never know. They might win that game, and him hitting those two free throws would have been a big part of it. And so, credit to Sabonis. Not a good free throw shooting game, but Sam Amick pointed it out. You take away the free throws, he had a really good game. Ten for fourteen, a plus four when every almost every single starter, Harrison Barnes was a plus five. Really? Uh, well, like the mm-hmm. other three starters were minus twelve, minus twelve, minus sixteen. So. Sabota's like he was a positive force in this game. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Another guy, Harrison Barnes. I mean, I don't know. Well, what do you think of him so far? It's it seems like he's it's bad. It's really bad right now. Now, are we talking Rashawn bad or he's just kind of off rhythm? Well, like... here's the thing. Uh, like Harrison was not good on offense this game. He hit one huge three in the overtime to basically kind of give the Kings a cushion that they managed to kind of keep for the most part. But like, you know, on the other end, the uh, defensively, I thought he was pretty good. He wasn't mm-hmm. exactly abused or anything. And the th- tough thing with defense is that you can, sometimes you just don't aren't able to tell because your eyes are focused on other things, but like, a good defender makes it like makes it so stuff just doesn't happen. So 
like you know he denies the ball a little bit he kind of just he just kind of like you know makes the defender think twice about attacking him and that's a sign of a good defender and he, i thought he was actually pretty good on defense for the most part there's not a lot of stuff i noticed straight up because mm-hmm. he's not a blocks or steals guy really but you know if, like i was even saying like you might want to put in keegan right just for a little extra offense like keegan keegan had one three this game but you know the spacing that he provides the the absolute knockdown three-point shooting that he has. Like, I thought he kind of warrants it, you know, playing over Harrison, but Harrison kind of came through when they needed it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, speaking of Keegan, like you said, he only hit the one three, one for six, and one from four for uh, three-point land. But, yeah, I, I wish we saw him a little more. Um, like I said, I don't know if I mentioned it. I, I, I missed the first half. So we were going to talk about it, but yeah, he, you did miss the first half, but you, you got the good part of the game. Oh yeah, definitely the good part. Okay. Uh, moving on. So, the, so after, after that um, incredible, great comeback uh, to take this uh, six point lead going into the fourth quarter, the Kings extended to 10, but they are, but in Kings fashion, this is the part where they really need to fix it. You got to go for the kill when you're up 10. And TD gets a t- gets a technical. Granted, it didn't really hurt them at the, at the time, but as soon as the starters check back in, you know, like they started they started cut into the lead. It, it basically ended up being a tie game. Uh, Magic actually led by four, I think, with a minute to go. But Fox is able to um, Fox is able to hit two clutch free throws and a clutch bank shot. Nothing Owen loves more than a bank shot. Mm-hmm. Gets a bank shot to tie in overtime. They're not able to. Uh, they're not able to hit the game winning three, and it goes to overtime. Overtime, pretty back and forth for the most part. Kings are able to hit more timely shots and play just well enough um, on defense to get a four point lead under t- twenty seconds. But in Kings fashion, they allowed an easy score. Like there were multiple times I felt like Trey Lyles fouled Franz Wagner. I'm surprised they didn't call it uh, the refs. But the refs, I thought, were pretty good for the most part in this game. And Magic kind of got a raw end of the deal towards the end where I felt like they should have gotten multiple and ones. But either way, um, they, they, in King's fashion, they just let the Magic get two, you know, uh, easy scores to cut it to two. Malik Monk gets trapped in what's called the coffin corner, gets pushed out of bounds, but no call. And he throws it to Ch- Chuma Oni. Not Ch- I was about to say Chima Monek. Chuma Mo- Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Chuma Ch- Okiki. Jesus yeah. Christ, that is a that's a tongue twister with Chima Moneki on our team. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, he throws the ball to Chuma Okiki, who dunks it to tie the game, and then Fox just basically just walks into half court and just throws up a three, and it goes in. So, shrug. Good game. Good game from Fox, though. Really good game. 28 points uh, in the 28 points in the uh, second half. Just absolutely unstoppable. Like, and he's on the need of the bucket. He came through. Yeah, at the right time, at the right moments, too. Um, I mean, would you say that this is a good win? It's a good win just because, like, the comeback. But again, you got to go for the kill. It should it should not have been tied. It should not have been tied like twice. Like they they went up 10. You got to just like punch them, knock them off the cliff and just end the game early. That was like their chance, but they ended up just letting the magic back in. They just can't let us relax, you know. Uh and ultimately they ultimately but but ultimately they're able to kind of weather the storm and win uh the game on a let's be honest, a bit of a bullshit <laughs> bullshit three-pointer, <laughs> but you know, 
like good effort like on the road against an energetic log ass team by the way they, they had guys that were i think they're starting so um jalen suggs was is probably the shortest guy at six four six five the rest of the starting lineup is six eight guys with seven foot wingspans all around mm-hmm. and it was just insane some of the shit they did yeah they got a big team i mean paulo He's he's a stud. I'm not gonna lie. Like he had his career high pretty much uh, against us. <laughs> of course, it, of course, it's gonna be against the Kings. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if he closed out on us if that were the case. Um, the one who will not be named. No, well, you can name him. We'll, we'll talk about him in, oh, in a bit. We'll talk about okay. him in a bit. But yeah, but in terms of power, wow, he, yeah, he definitely exceeded my expectations. Uh, being the first pick for sure. Let me just check something. Yes, he is. He is actually nineteen right now. His, yes, his, wow. his he's uh, going to be twenty in seven days in a week. So, um, happy early birthday, I guess. But yes, Paolo is nineteen years old. He looks like a twenty-eight year old grown ass man. Man <laughs> is six ten without shoes on, and he's built like a fucking truck. And I, I'll give credit to Sabonis on this. Like Paolo, like was able to score pretty easily on anybody that wasn't Harrison or um, Sabonis. Like Sabonis did a really good job on it, just because Paolo isn't exactly quick enough to get around Sabonis easily. And mm-hmm. then you know Sabonis is, is a, a fucking truck of a man, so he's just gonna he's gonna be able to absorb those hits. But like um, Paolo, this is the kind of annoying thing that all NBA defenses do, but it's definitely noticeable with the Kings. Uh, um, in the fourth quarter, down the stretch, they basically just screen with Herders, man, and just let Paolo go at Herder, and that's kind of how they went on their little scoring run. But you know, in the fourth, they started switching. They just switched a little bit too easily, but like they switched Sabonis onto him, and Sabonis was able to get enough stops on him, and again, they were able to win the game because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Franz Wagner, like, yeah, he really. Like, this is kind of why Keegan was benched. There was a stretch where he was guarding Paolo, or not Paolo, uh, uh, Franz in the second quarter and got absolutely torched. Now, it's not because, like, it was, like, an on-ball thing more. Well, it was an on-ball thing. Like, they would get a screen and just basically, Franz is really, really good at manipulating the screen. And then as soon as he feels the guy step up, like he immediately throws a lob or gets a really nice pass to get the offense going. Like just really, really good, like six, eight, six, nine point guard. He's he's really, really good. And he abused um the Kings defense. Mm, yeah, definitely. Well, from what I've seen in the second uh half, uh mostly he he was able to go around guys very easily. His length, it's like he makes layups look easy around the I forgot who was guarding him in the second half. Probably Trey, I guess. There was like there was like Trey. They put Fox on him, which Fox actually did okay on defense this game for the most part. Um, just they even put Davion on him, but it just could not be Keegan because Keegan just right now, like this is a this is something he's gonna need to work on screen navigation. He's gonna need to find a way to kind of just be able to slip screens easier because like he just got hung up and then you know it forces the help and then yeah it was it was just you know bombs away from there mm, i see yeah i was hoping to see more keegan this game but i i guess yeah the reasons kind of justify why he's uh sitting out this game 
And let me just check something real quick. Um, Kenyon Martin had something to say last game about why he wasn't in the game uh, down the stretch. Oh. And Kenyon, Kenyon Murray, one of the best kind of replies. He wasn't playing well. He was he wasn't playing good defense. He wasn't making shots. So why was he? Why would he be in the game? Was what he said. Huh. Yeah. So you know, a lot of people made uh, comparisons to you know Team Bagley. Not to throw not to throw shade at Marvin, but that's how you respond. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's the tweet. Um, let's see. If having a bad game determined Keegan Murray's future success, he would have never helped. Pre- okay. Okay, that's actually not the tweet I'm looking for. I don't know where it went, but anyways, yes, very mature, um, very mature uh, response from Kenyon. I don't see a tweet, so it doesn't look like he's responded. So that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Mm, I see. But yeah, Keegan, not the greatest game. Only made one shot, but it was a three. He, he's always knocked down from there. Only one for four, though. I wish he made a few more threes. Yeah. As a as I say, it's still early, and there's a lot of development to uh, go around, especially you know the Kings. All right, let's talk about him. Bowl, bowl. Oh boy, bowl, bowl. Thirty-seven minutes, twenty-three points, two for three from three, a ten for eleven this game, seven rebounds and two assists. He was insane this game. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, like, man, like, for sure, if he ever posts up, he can never get by guys. But just his pure height and length, he just shoots over guys like it's nothing. He even got a four-point play on Sabonis at one point. And in the fourth, they actually came back because of him. He was literally, he would just get the ball with the, and just take one dribble, do some sort of weird two-step and just kind of like not even be at the rim, but he would just flip in a shot at just over the defense, and there was nothing the Kings could do. Just absolutely insane this game. This is kind of one of the issues, I think, with just the Kings. Like they, they really exposed the magic really exposed their lack of real size this game. Granted, they guarded him with Kevin Herter for much of the game, and it was fine for the most part. Bobo has no has no strength, no nothing. But he's so long, and he's a shooter. He can shoot. Yeah, he shot a pretty good percentage for I, sure. I, I lied. He can't. He's shooting thirty percent from three. Never mind. Okay, so this is a one-game wonder, huh? Uh, he doesn't have a lot of attempts. He shoot. He does shoot eighty-two percent from the line. Maybe he is a shooter. I don't know. Hmm. But but he he's got something. And yes, he was good this game. But I, I'm I don't think he's a real player. Like he's more, he's he's definitely a bit of a, like, definitely a, a more of a commodity than he is a real player. I actually would wish that the Kings would attack him more, and you know, De'Aaron in the in overtime just went at him and just got by him every single time because while he's crazy ridiculous long, not the not the most agile guy, and like just if you can get him to come up to the screen, it's not he's again he's not exactly agile enough, and if the paint is open, like. You can finish. You can finish around him pretty easily. Oh yeah, I mean, he's not going to be, you know, their permanent starter. I don't think so. I actually think he is. That he's the reason no. why Mo Bamba didn't play this game. Oh, and, and you know, if you know, like the Kings kind of need one of these guys, you know, just like a shot blocking four. Uh-huh. Who, you know, 
Mo Bamba's sitting right there. See if you can talk something with the with Orlando. Just maybe trade them TD or like you know Alex Len. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I guess um, I, I actually didn't know Bobo's going to be their permanent starter. I thought he would be kind of that uh, guy who would play maybe ten minutes a game off the bench and get some a uh, couple frees and the uh, offense going. Well, in this game, well, he played 37 minutes, and it was 37 incredible minutes. I will, I will acknowledge him this one time. I think he's still a bit of a myth, man, or like the meme, the legend, and the man. But you know, it is what it is. He was really good this game. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Yeah, like the yeah, De'Aaron Fox attacked him relentlessly. Barnes, one of the reasons why Barnes had such a bad game, he just didn't go at. Like Bobo enough, like he kept trying to shoot jumpers over him, which was a bad idea. Like he's not a guy that has any weight. Just run into him, like check, you know, hip check him a few times, and you can get to the rim and finish. That, mm. That's what I'm saying. But they didn't do that, and you know that's why he had a really bad game until that crucial three that he hit. Oh yeah. All right. Anything else you want to talk about about the game? Mm, I don't think so. I'd say. Decent win. I mean, without that uh, Fox uh, Hail Mary, uh, this game would have been the double overtime pretty much. And uh, not looking forward to a double overtime. Lord <laughs> knows what happens in double overtime, too. And yeah, uh, and one more thing. I, I, I don't I don't mean to be just the negative Nancy. RJ Hampton sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> just like in in summer league he was pretty bad too like granted they had him play the point guard which really isn't like his thing they should just have him attack but man just awful decisions throughout the game like man he's a what is i think a third or fourth year player he's the same year as a tyree so third year player just man he's got to learn how to run an offense like fuck Uh, i don't know is is it i don't know if don't do this uh this year because i mean isn't orlando trying to tank you play him more that's play what you gotta more. do that's what you gotta do <laughs> he played 17 minutes though by the way like how insane how insane bobo was this game victor Wembanyama can actually play basketball and he he's actually taller and longer oh my gosh so that's that's gonna be a fucking like nightmare when he comes in that, that's what I was trying to say. Like, Victor Wimanyaba can shoot threes, can dribble, can drive, and, you know, an absolute defensive phenom. Be ready, NBA. The, the only thing that's going to hold back Wimanyama is injuries. And I hope he stays healthy. But I'm like, even if we get the number one pick, sure, I'm picking Wimanyama. But those injuries make me make the injury concerns make me wince a little bit. Well, let's, I mean, not hoping on any injuries uh, from those type of players, but yeah, well, I mean, we'll see how it goes, I guess. All right. Um. So, uh, so now we're done with the game. Let's quickly talk about uh, just stuff around the NBA. So uh, since we last spoke, I had said, it's a good thing that Kyrie apologized. Should have read it a little bit more. He ju- He basically just apologized for hurting people but he didn't really apologize for the comments that he made and apparently he had actually been very so um josiah tried to talk to him about what he did wrong apparently didn't return josiah's calls um and then the adl tried to set up try to like talk with him but uh Kyrie had a press conference where basically a journalist just asked him is he anti-semitic and stuff like that and he didn't answer the question 
So it, it was kind of ugly. So ultimately, the Nets ended up suspending him for five games for his uh, comments and non-apology. And it's without pay, so he actually apologized afterwards. He is very sorry for hurting for hurting the people that he did. Okay. I mean, glad that he apologized, but it's kind of... Why a little late you, now. Yeah, it's a little late I know. Now. Why, why did you have to wait this long? And honestly, it's pretty clear he didn't actually watch the video at this point or the documentary. Look, if you're going to make, like, you know, stupid-ass comments, like, you say people are taking you out of context, at least watch the fucking thing. Because I think if he watches the fucking thing, it's like, what is this shit? This is some bullshit right here. So, like, it's... At least watch the thing. At least actually stand for something outside of just, you know, saying, oh, the media is misrepresenting me. Which I can get why he's saying that, but not really when you don't, you know, clarify your position. When people ask you, are you anti-Semitic? Just say no. Just say no. That's all you got to do. Yeah, very, very unusual guy. And, you know... His consequences uh, kind of like justify, <laughs> yeah, what he has done. But uh, that's not the only suspension he's facing. Uh, Nike is apparently suspending him now, and they're not going to be producing the Kyrie Eights. Mm, is that the newest one? That would have been the newest one oh. had he not been suspended. I will say this: great Kyrie's. Well, although I don't have a pair, I've heard great things about the Kyrie's. Probably like one of the best shoes. I've actually been sitting on a pair of Kyrie's uh, for like years now it's called the Kyrie <laughs> three low shishiko it's like a it's like a tan color i'll show you later i've been sitting uh, on that forever i think you've shown me it before it's like it has a peach or what pinkish uh tone to no that is not the one that is the spongebob patrick one. Oh well not that kind of pink i mean <laughs> well either way it, it, i don't think it has any pink on it i don't think i don't think we're talking about the same one mm. but but anyways, I've been sitting on a pair of Kyrie's or like trying thinking about buying it. it. It just hasn't lowered to the point where I would actually buy it. But anyways, Kyrie, from what I've heard, incredible shoe. It's been seven versions of the exact same shoe, but you know, it's it, that's whatever. He even has like the Kyrie Infinity and the Kyrie Fly Trap. He is a very I think he's like top three, if I remember right. It's he's only behind LeBron and Jordan, but apparently there's a really big gap between like number three and number two. But he is a very popular shoe and now there will be no Kyrie eight. Mm, I see. Well save your money America go go buy another shoe because <laughs> again <laughs> it's, it's it's the exact same shoe every every time too like at least with like the KD at least they look different and stuff like that all the Kyrie's look the same to me I'm sorry maybe there's like performance differences but as far as I know it's very similar uh I see oh I mean I haven't bought basketball shoes in so long so I wouldn't know but the the D row seven seven three that I recommended you like years ago. I, I was shocked when I saw you wear it the last time we played. Oh really? Why wait, wait? Why are you shocked? I just thought you would have got another shoe by now, and it's still actually pretty clean I mean, for the most part. It looks like. Oh yeah, I I keep it uh, pristine. Uh, I mean, I only play it when or use it when I play basketball. So. I mean, the only problem with it is uh, it is a little too tight on my, uh, I guess, pinky toes. So that's the only downside about it. Otherwise, I mean, it's still it's still going strong. Adidas shoes are always tricky. What size is the shoe, by the way? 11 and a half or 12? No, this is straight 12. It's a straight 12 and it's still too big. Because Adidas usually, like, you have to order, like, a size down is why. 
Oh, I'm really? Surprised. I'm surprised. Oh, wait. I said it was too tight, right? Not you said it was too, too tight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so, interesting. Okay. Maybe it's the... Is it made out of leather? I don't know. It's, it's just the... I think it's I think it's suede. I don't think it's leather. No, it's definitely not suede. <laughs> oh, it's not suede? But. No. It's either like full leather or like... I, I don't know what the term is. <laughs> Polycarb. No, not, not that. No, no way. But... <laughs> Either way, yes, Kyrie shoes. I, I I do want a pair at some point. Like I've been looking at a pair of Kyrie lows for a while, but again, like they just don't go down enough for my liking. But you know, um, I actually just bought another uh, another pair of shoes. I bought uh, Kawhi's original. Um, oh, shoe. did you now? New Balance. New Balance. Got it on mm. Goat of all places for cheap. Ooh, okay, because Goat kind of overcharges a lot of stuff last time i checked for that you know the the funny thing they have my size and specific well another size too it was like a 0.5 as well so the re- regular shoe was like 180 dollars mm-hmm. my size 31 dollars what and you bought it through goat with that price bought it through goat with that price what uh, wow that's a steal then yeah, I'm waiting for it to get here, but I'll let you know how it is when it gets here. But mm. yeah, either way, talking about shoes, yes, uh, there will be no Kyrie 8, so keep your Kyrie 7s, keep your Kyrie 6s, and all the way to the 1. Um, I do like the Kyrie 3, though. The Kyrie 3 low. That's the only one I really like, but, you know. Uh, yeah, so, you know, put your money where your mouth is. If you're really about just, well, he did apologize afterwards. So maybe he's not all about just standing up for the voice of the voiceless. But at this point, might, might want to think about your actions a little bit. I don't think he will. But, you know, here's the hoping. And here's the hope like he's willing to actually learn shit as opposed to just like think he's the smartest dude in the in the room. And instead, you know, actually read some books to make yourself smart and not rely on YouTube videos or bullshit Instagram posts. Well, I guess we'll have to see it to believe it because once it happens, that's where we'll start believing, I guess. Uh, Another unfortunate news, uh, Cam Johnson uh, suffered an injury, torn meniscus. Uh, No timetable yet, as far as I know. Um, But now they have a spot of the three slash the four. Is it? Is it time to bring back Jay Crowder? Oh, or, it's a bit can, awkward. Can they trade for Harrison Barnes? Hey, that may, <laughs> I, I don't. I, you know what? I don't. I, I don't want to call for it. Like Barnes has been bad lately. I still believe he'll bounce back a little bit, but he's been bad. Yeah, probably the worst start so far in terms of. Uh, oh, go on. Sorry, no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, probably the worst start. In his uh, not career, but so far with the Kings. Um, but I, I mean, like I said, it's still early, but it's not not looking good. <laughs> like I'd rather put minutes in uh, other players than uh, having Barn out Barnes out there. Even though I mean, his defense is still really good with us. And like the thing is, he 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 might get he might have gotten to the point where the only way he's going to recover is with a trade because like i just feel he feels a bit checked out a little bit although again he's good on defense it's just he's not making shots for whatever reason and you know maybe there's a turning point and some time during the season but right now it's not looking good and i'm not saying i would do it but like i would definitely consider jay crowder and 
they would have to give us another thing because I think the I think Jay Crowder only makes like 10 million and Barnes is at 18. Mm, I see. Okay. Uh anything else you want to quickly talk about? Oh, quickly say happy birthday to Trey Lyles. Happy birthday to Trey Lyles and happy birthday to Paolo Bancaro in a month or in a week. I mean. Yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, here's something to talk about. Uh Game of Thrones. Uh, what episode are you on now? Jeez, I'm trying to remember. I know I watched a couple episodes. So I don't know the specific number uh, episode, but I'm at the part where um, <clears throat> Ned Stark tries to, I guess, defrone? Expose oh. uh, Cersei, the incest stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Expose. Uh, so it was the part where, um, like I said, I, I can't remember all their names. Um, one of the lords uh, turns uh, against him, I guess. Littlefinger. Little finger. That's how did I forget that? But uh yeah, I'm at around that part. Um overall so far, I'm surprised they let uh, also a uh, Tyrion go so easily like that, even though I mean it is, I guess you could say, uh what is it? Trial by duel. <laughs> well, yeah, trial by combat is what it's called. Trial by combat, yeah. I'm yeah. like, really you're gonna let him go that easily like he's he's your prisoner you have the numbers hey rules are the rules okay you can you can you can fuck your own sister you can breastfeed your child until he's like 12 but hell hell trial by combat you can't go against that yeah i don't know but uh, what else um and also i guess the war with daenerys is uh still happening um that's the thing oh yeah his her brother glad he's glad he's gone not gonna lie <laughs> he's what the british people would call a cunt <laughs> i was surprised he died as early as he did just because like i thought he was gonna be like you know one of those annoying characters through, throughout the series but no oh, died pretty early yeah surprisingly um expected like a whole army behind his back but i guess not but uh Ah, I'm trying to remember what else. I mean, it's really those three parts that are uh, major throughout the story so far. I mean, Bran is awake. He's he has his own horse, I guess. Um, Jon Snow, not in the uh, what you might call it, Rangers. <laughs> he, he's just Jon Snow. I I do remember him being pretty blank. I don't remember much of anything he did in the first few seasons. Yeah, he's he's pretty. I mean, I can't. I already know a, a few spoilers about him, but uh, yeah, very slow progression for him. Uh, I mean, try to get by with the night watch, and you know, it's just a. Uh, I mean, his uncle's gone. I mean, that's that's really the only story so far with him. How do you like Tyrion so far? So far, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to say. I kind of want to like him. But I don't know what he's about yet because I still have a feeling that he didn't call the shots for uh, Brand to uh, get assassinated. I'm still not sure. He's still a Lannister, so I mean, he's a Lannister. Yeah, there you go. It, it, I mean, <laughs> you can't trust the Lannisters, even though they pay their debts. Yeah, I was about to ask you, what do the Lannisters do? They pay their debts. We always pay their debts. Yeah but yeah i mean the first season like it definitely builds up it gets better it really gets it gets really good 
Like, mm. it's, you know, you're just, you're just on the buildup right now. And you said you stopped at Littlefinger, right? Yeah. Littlefinger turning on um, Ned Stark. Uh, but I'm, I watched a little after, but I don't remember. I got to rewatch the episode right after that um, episode. I don't want to spoil this for you. There is one part that I definitely, it bugged the shit out of me at, at one point after the little finger turns on uh, Ned Stark. There's one part that really bugged me. Uh, we'll talk about it on the next episode, but I mean, yeah, it's good. It's good to hear you're enjoying it, right? Oh yeah. I mean, not as much as House of Dragon so far, but um yeah, well, I'll, I'll finish the first season first uh, to see how it goes, uh, start the second, and we'll see from there, I guess. You want to talk quickly about the breastfeeding scene? No, definitely <laughs> no. It's just, just That was why. just weird. That was just weird. That's yeah. straight up, yeah. Why like, you had this beautiful castle called the Vale out in, like, this huge mountain with, like, crazy, like, prisons and uh, whatchamacallit, just, just the architecture of this building is meant for like elven type stuff yet you have this kid who's yeah, the next welcome back heir. to reality welcome back to reality <laughs> yeah the next heir of the veil and he's still like she has a two-year-old not even a two-year-old he i don't know how old he is apparently denarius is 14 right now i mean granted uh, i forgot the actor's name it's uh uh, well, I forgot. I, I, it just escapes my mind. But like, she she doesn't look fourteen for sure. But no, I don't know how old. It was. I think it's Aaron is his name, um, or Robin. I don't remember. But I mean, that's the same with you know House of Dragon. Rhaenyra is like, what the actress is real age is probably twenty one. Like, yeah. yeah, and she's supposed to be thirteen, and you know, playing other um future ages throughout you know the time skips and all that. So yeah. <laughs> the what's the word just looking the part i guess for the, the show okay oh, well glad to hear you're enjoying it um anything else you want to talk about uh can't wait for football tomorrow all uh, right yeah you and your 49ers who do they face what do i call it uh aren't they a bye week this week ah oh, gosh i I always forget they are facing they're not playing tomorrow yeah i think it is a bye week okay well we'll, we'll get to that when it comes along then all right guys thank you guys for listening uh we'll catch you guys back on the next one and i still can't find when they're playing so no all it's, right. a, it's a bye week whatever that means okay all right thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you guys on the next one all right we'll see you guys later <laughs>